This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. This is the Learn Jazz Standards Podcast, episode 86. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. What's up? What's up, everybody? My name is Brent. I am the jazz musician behind the website LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog and a podcast all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. I am super pumped to be here, and I'm I'm equally excited that you're here to hang out with me and listen in, whether it's your first time ever listening to the show or whether you're a regular listener. I just appreciate you being here. And now we've been having uh, special guests on the show. Last week, we had Steve Nixon from Free Jazz Lessons on, and that was an awesome uh, show. We've been doing a lot of other uh, great shows lately, and we're going to have another special guest next week. But we haven't done a teaching episode in a while. We haven't done a music theory episode. And so today's episode, I'm going to be uh, talking about some music theory stuff. And I'm kind of excited to do that uh, because, like I said, it's been a while, but also because today's episode is kind of stuff that I'm personally exploring right now whenever I have some downtime or some free time. It's not necessarily something I'm a uh, super pro at. So I'm kind of excited just to show you what I'm working on or just checking out. And I'm sure that you can get a lot out of this too and, and start adding some of this stuff to your practice routines or at least just start fooling around with some of this stuff. So super excited uh, for all of that. Now we do, like I said, we do have a special guest coming on the show next week. I'm excited to tell you who that is, uh, but I'll tell you that at the end of the show. So please stick around, please listen in. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll tell you who that is, uh, then now today's episode, I'm going to be talking about seven different chords that you can use the melodic minor scale over top of now straight up front, just full disclosure. I'm not really a chord scale theory kind of a guy, okay? That's just not how I was trained. That's not how my teachers train me. When it comes down to it, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I'm all about learning jazz solos by ear, learning licks, taking things into all 12 keys, just listening to the records, actually going out there and playing. You know, that's what it's all about. But... When it comes to being a better musician, becoming a better musician, we need to be drawing from all sorts of areas, right? We need to be like finding different avenues and, and, and ways to improve our playing. And music theory in particular is a great way to conceptualize improvisation, to conceptualize music. And, and I find that whenever I work on chord scale theory kind of stuff, it can kind of help uh, open up my mind to to look at things from a different angle. So every once in a while, I do like to practice that. And, you, and if you've been listening to the show for a while, you already know my spiel on, on scales. I think of them as pitch collections. Uh, they're not musical by themselves. You have to make music from them. They're a way to map out the notes that you can possibly use um, in on a particular chord or chord progression, whatever it may be. So you already know that that's the way I feel about that. But there are uh, a lot of benefits you can get from 
diving in to music theory concept and chord scale theory. So today, I'm going to kind of show you some stuff that I'm working on right now, just in my free time, whenever I have some time, just kind of looking over this stuff. Now, you can find today's uh, show notes over at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 86. It's episode 86. And I'm going to have uh, all this stuff outlined for you so that you can take a look at what I'm talking about because it is uh, kind of wordy. But without further ado, let's jump into today's lesson. All right, now, so today's episode, like I said, can be a little bit wordy, can be a little bit meaty, and, you know, we have tons of different skill levels listening to this podcast right now. You know, some of you uh, are listening and you're like, well, what? I don't even know what a melodic minor scale is. Well, then that's fine. Then that's all you're going to take away from today's show, and that's completely okay. Others of you are are going to be, like, open to, to learning about some of this stuff, but you might only grab one or, or two concepts from this, and honestly, that's ideal. I wouldn't expect you to work on on every single one of these seven chords. You know, that that would be a lot. In fact, that's not what I'm doing personally. Personally, I'm just kind of grabbing onto one or two of these at a time and just being like, oh, that's an interesting way to, to think about this. And so that's all I want you to do. And I'm going to talk a little bit at the end about, you know, what you can do to actually take some of this stuff I'm talking about into action. But I just want to, I want you to know that up front, no matter what skill level you're at, you can just grab one thing from the show today. And, and like I said before, this is all about the melodic minor scale. We're, we're talking about the melodic minor scale and how we can use it over seven different kinds of chords. And one thing I'm, I really like about this lesson today, uh, and I'm going to give you some demonstrations. I have my guitar out. I'm going to play some stuff for you. But one thing I really like about this lesson today is that a lot of these chords are the chords that like, I find a lot of students uh, are like, whoa, what, what do I play over top of a half diminished chord, a minor seven flat five chord? Oh, I don't know what to play over top of an altered chord. What do I play over top of a flat 13 chord? You know, all these questions that come up or, or a sharp 11 chord. These are, these are really common questions that I get. They're kind of bizarre chords that people don't really know what to do over top of them. And here's one option to use the melodic minor scale. Okay, this is just one option, okay? One way to think about it. So this is gonna be a value-packed episode just because of that. Now, to discover these different seven chords that we're gonna play, we're essentially gonna be going over the modes of the melodic minor. Now, there's a possibility you just heard that word mode and you're just like, what does that mean? I don't even know. Don't worry about it that much. Uh, at the end of the day, a mode is simply taking each tone, each scale tone, and just starting the scale on that tone. And if that is confusing, it's going to make sense in one second. I promise. I totally promise. So let's start by just figuring out what is the melodic minor scale. Okay, what is the melodic minor scale? Well, let me play it for you for starters. Okay, that was a two octave C melodic minor scale. That's concert C melodic minor. All right, now let's go over those notes just in case you don't know what those are. So first note is of course C, that's the root. Then D, E flat, F, G, A, B, and then back to C, okay? Finishing off on the octave there. So 
Uh, okay, let's go over uh, the scale tone formula. So it would essentially be one, two, flat three, five, or sorry, four, my bad, four, five, six, seven. And then we'll end on eight. So one, two, flat three, four, five, six, seven, end on eight. Uh, and as far as like an intervolic formula, uh, it would go whole step, half step, whole step, whole step, whole step, whole step, half step. Now, another way to think about this is it's the natural minor scale. It starts on the natural minor scale. So if you know that, okay, so one, two, flat three, four, five, but then we end as if we were ending a major scale. It's, it's almost like you're combining the two of them. Then it goes to that natural six, the major seven, and then the root again. Okay, so that's that, that's another way to think about it. You're combining this natural minor and this melodic minor together. Okay, that's one way to perceive it. And one more quick note, just so that you're fully educated here. In classical music, the melodic minor scale, you, you go up the scale just as I demonstrated for you. But when you descend the scale, you essentially flat the seventh and you flat the sixth. So basically, you're descending a natural minor scale. You go up uh, the melodic minor as described, but you descend the natural minor. Now, in a jazz context, that's completely unnecessary, right? So that's completely left out. I just wanted you to know that, that in a classical sense, that's what we do. Now, when, we when we're talking about the most of the melodic minor, okay? This is where things kind of got to kind of get a little complex, and I'm going to attempt to make it as simple as possible. I'm not going to bore you with the names of the melodic minor scale. I'm going to link in the show notes to a great uh, post that we have about the modes of the melodic minor. So if you want to learn more about those and really get to know the names better and all that stuff, then you can go to that in the show notes today. Um, but for now, I'm just going to speak very plainly. So uh, the first uh, the root, basically, of the melodic minor is just the plain C melodic minor scale. Right? Now, if we're going to do the second mode of the melodic minor scale, all that simply means is we're going to be starting on the second tone of the melodic minor scale. Uh, so if you know your major modes, it's the exact same concept. So now, instead of starting on C, we're starting on D. And the third uh, mode of the melodic minor scale, we're starting on the third tone, so it's going to be the E flat. We're starting and ending on it, and so on and so forth. That's how the modes work. And the reason why it's important that we're going through the modes right now is because each uh, root of, of each mode of the melodic minor scale here is going to be a chord associated with it. And that's where these seven chords that we're going to learn come into play. Okay, so I'm going to go through them. Let's start with the the root mode here, just the melodic, the regular C melodic minor scale. What chord can we play this scale over top of? Okay, now this is a this is a chord that a lot of people wonder about. They wonder what do I actually play over this chord? It's the C minor major seventh chord. The C minor major seventh chord. So essentially, it is a minor seventh chord with a major seventh in it. So it would be the root, the flat three, the fifth, and a major seventh. Okay. The root, flat three, fifth, major seventh. That's the basic, uh, just the basic, you know, from the root up voicing for a C minor major seventh chord. So it sounds like this. All right. 
I'm going to play a little bit of a rhythm here, and I'm going to play the scale over top of it. Uh, I'm going to record a rhythm and then play the scale over top so you can hear what it sounds like here. So did you hear that outline, the sounds of that chord? Okay, so just all those sounds were there. All right, so I'm not going to spend too much time on each one of these because we have a lot to go over. Let's go over to the second one, the second mode of the melodic minor and the chord associated. So this is going to be... Uh, you know, what we'd also call, they call it the Dorian flat two. I mean, again, I'm not going to bore you with the names here. But what you can play over this one is a, a D7 flat nine. So consider this any flat nine chord, right? That's what that sounds like. Okay, so essentially, you can just play the, the C melodic minor over top of this. I mean, it doesn't really matter that you start on the D, but for the sake of this lesson, I'm going to be starting the scale on the D. So again, it's going to go D, E flat, F, G, A, B, C, D. Okay, all right, so let me record this, this uh, D7 flat 9. I'll play the scale over top of it for you. Just to put this in a little bit more context, what would you play a D7 flat 9 chord in conjunction with, right? Because when, you, when we have these isolated chords, that's cool and all, but we want to know what chord is coming before it, what chord's coming after it. Well, for a second, let's think about that D7 flat 9 is the 5 chord. And what if, if the D7 flat 9 is a 5 chord, what's the 1 chord? It would be G, G major 7. So you'd have this D7 flat 9 resolving to a... A G major 7. Okay, so imagine you had like a little line like this based off of the melodic minor we just played. Oh, something like that. So you can use that melodic minor. You can use that. You can think about that as the as the five chord going to the one chord. So that's just a little bit of context for you on that. So this is all exploring this kind of stuff, right? You can you can figure out what what melodic minor scale, what chord you can play the melodic minor scale over. But then after that, you got to figure out how to actually make it musical. You don't want to play the scale in order. Remember, you want to think about it as a pitch collection. Then you want to think about stuff like which chord would that go to, you know, or which chord would precede that chord. That's the important musical information you ultimately really want to know. Okay, let's move on to the next one. We're going to the third mode of the melodic minor scale now. So essentially, we are starting on the flat three of the scale. That's going to be E flat, right? So the it's going to sound like this. It's going to go E flat, F, G, A, B, C, D, E flat. Now the chord you can play this over is classic. It's a chord that you really need to know. You really need to be able to play. And that is the major 7 flat 5 or the major 7 sharp 11 chord. Okay, so in this case it would be an E flat major 7 sharp 11. And that sounds like this. Here's another voicing. Or this. Um, okay, so 
let me play a little r- rhythm over this. We'll play the scale. Okay, so that's just one approach, and it's up to you to make this sound musical. You know, just start messing around with melodies throughout that melodic minor scale so that you're not tied down to the scale. So that's just what you should be practicing ultimately here. All right, let's move on to the next one, the next mode, and this one starts on F, okay? So it's going to sound like this. It's going to go F, G, A, B, C, D, E flat, F, okay? Okay, now what chord can you play this over top of? I love this one because uh, this is one that a lot of people never know how to do. And especially if you play a lot of Thelonious Monk tunes, you see this chord come up all the time. It's the dominant seven sharp 11 chord. In this case, right, because it's, it's the fourth mode, it's going to be F. So it's going to sound like this, or this, okay, there's a lot of different voicings on the guitar. Um, anyways, so th- this is the chord that we're going to be playing over top of, so let's hear what that sounds like. All right, so let's move on to the next mode of the melodic minor here. This one is G. It starts on G of the scale, so it sounds like this. It goes G, A, B, C, D, E flat, F, G. And over this one, you uh, the chord that you can play is the G7 flat 13, or so a dominant 7 flat 13, in this case, a G7 flat 13. So it sounds like this. All right. And what, what does that resolve to? Again, let's think about this as being a five chord in the key of C major. So G7 flat 13 to a C major 7. Or you can do it to a C minor 7 too. something like that just it's kind of a tension chord that extension the flat 13 it's it's a tension chord that wants to be released to a resolution so either the one major or the one minor works really well okay so let's hear this uh, mode of the melodic minor on top of this chord All right, only two more modes of the melodic minor left, and this last one, or sorry, the sixth one, the sixth mode of the melodic minor, the chord associated, a lot of people ask about this one, but let me play it first. So this one starts on A, the sixth tone of the melodic minor, A, A natural, and it sounds like this, it goes A, B, C, D, E flat, F, G, A. Now, the chord associated, like I said, it's one that a lot of people ask me questions about, and that's the half-diminished chord, okay, the half-diminished, or the minor 7 flat 5 chord, as it's also called. So, then A minor 7 flat 5, it sounds like this, or this. 
this. Okay, and it often functions as the two chord in a minor two, five, one chord progression, which sounds like this. Right, so two, five, one. Okay, and a lot of people don't know what to do with that minor seven flat five. They, they don't know how to play over top of it. Well, again, this is one option, one option to conceptualize this with the melodic minor. So again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the mode, so I'm gonna start on that A. But here it is, here's what it sounds like in context. So that one just works really well over top of that, right? It's a nice set of pitch collections you can work with. Lots of notes in there that completely work and match up with that half diminished chord. Okay, now the last one I want to go over today, the last one I want to go over, it's just, of course, the last mode of the melodic minor, and it's going to start on B. Okay, it's going to start on B. So here's what it sounds like. It goes B, C, D, E flat, F, G, A, B. Okay, and the chord you play for this one, again, we're dealing with the B here, it's gonna be a B7 altered chord. Now, when you say an altered chord, that means that it can have all or any, really, extensions in it, okay? Uh, altered extensions, that is. So, it can be a B7 flat 9, or a B7 sharp 9, or sharp 11, or flat 13, or all of the above. Uh, in this case, I'm just gonna go for, I'm just gonna go for a flat 13, so. B7 flat 13, we could add sharp 11 in there or right that's the flat nine in there too it's reminding me of that the, the Wayne Shorter tune Juju right it's a great tune I haven't played that one in a long time um, okay so I'm gonna go ahead and play the scale over top of this chord So that's all of them. That's all the modes of the melodic minor and the different chords you can play over them. So really quickly, just to recap, okay? So over the parent scale, the root scale, there's the regular C melodic minor. You, you can play as, you can play the, the C melodic minor over a C minor major seven. And then over the second mode of the melodic minor, you can play uh, a D7 sus, or sorry, a D7 flat nine, or a sus four actually, a D7 flat nine. And then over the third, you can play an E flat major seven sharp 11. And then over the fourth, you can play an F seven sharp 11. And then over the fifth, you can play a G seven flat 13. Over the sixth mode, you can play an A half diminished seven. And over the seventh mode, you can play uh, a B7 altered chord, okay? Again, this is all related to the key of, of concert C, C melodic minor uh, parent scale here. And then again, if, if the modes are just completely throwing you off, you can, all again, you can just play as a, a C melodic minor scale. You don't have to start on each note. It doesn't really matter, right? These are just the general sounds. But I think it's pretty interesting, though, that 
through these modes, you can draw out all these different chords um, that, that you can fit this, this scale over top of. So again, like I mentioned before, this is all very not so musical, right? Like I just played through these scales over top of these chords. You can hear the sounds coming out, but there's no music happening yet, right? There's absolutely no music happening. The idea is that you start conceptualizing this stuff, start to like get it into your playing. For example, here's a great example. And here's how I would I would call you to move forward with this if you want to get something out of this lesson today. Pick one of these and work on it this week. For example, I think a great one to do is uh, over half diminished chord. So uh, over an A half diminished chord, you can play the C melodic minor. So let's just say you want to actually start on C for the melodic minor and you're playing a half diminished chord. You can literally just think, okay, C melodic minor, or no, sorry, think half diminished. What's the half diminished chord? It's A half diminished. Let's say in this case, it's A half diminished. You can think if I play a melodic minor scale, a minor third up, then that's how you're going to get that sound out. That's one way to think about that. So, okay, I have an A minor seven flat five. Okay. If I want to start on the root of the melodic minor scale, I move up a minor third. Right? You can think of it that way. Or again, you can do like we just did. You just play the mode of the melodic minor scale. Whatever helps you. But just take one of these and work on it. And, you know, slowly move through them, you know, if it helps you or not, not all of these will help you. Some of them will be like, I don't really see how that helps me. I'd rather think about it another way, or I'd rather think about chord tones and all that stuff is really good. Again, all this stuff is just to help you get these sounds in your ears and tools that you can possibly use to work on this stuff. All right. Does that make sense? Now, if any of this stuff blew over your head, you want to get like more of a visual look on it. Remember, go to the show notes, learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode eight, six, and you can get a little more resources out over there. All right. That's all for today's show. I want to thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate you being here. Hope you learned a lot today. This was a little bit more of a meaty episode. And if you're kind of just like, hey, Brent, that was great, but that was a little bit of advanced for me. I Maybe I need to take a few steps back. Maybe I need to learn some more basic chord scale theory before I move on to some of this melodic minor stuff. That is totally cool. Actually, I go over a lot more of the basic chord scale theory stuff as, such, as far as, you know, what kind of stuff can you play over a dominant seventh chord and, and, and more of a basic approach to chord scale theory in our ear in our ebook zero to improv which you can find at zero to improv.com so if you're interested in kind of that stuff uh that's a great ebook for you zero to improv.com now as i always ask at the end of every single show if you got value at today's episode you just want to give back it's really simple and free to do that you just go to itunes or your favorite podcast listening service and leave a rating and a review that helps other people find the show and just supports the production of this podcast okay now next week i'm really excited we have a very special guest on the show it's trumpeter it's trumpeter chris davis from chicago and man he has really unloading a lot of value for you guys next week i had a really great conversation with him he talks about his story and his journey to becoming a professional jazz musician and just an awesome musician in general really great guy so please tune in next week for episode 87 and i look forward to seeing you back then Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. 
Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.